Hey guys, Jason at Harmony Bankers, and I want to break down a rental property for you and determining if it's more beneficial to finance a rental property or buy it in cash. Now, obviously, you may not have the ability to buy a property in cash, and then financing is the only option, but think about it as a long-term goal of where you want to be with your rental properties. Um, do you always want leverage on them and use that money to obviously buy another property, another property, another property, or do you eventually want them in cash? And there are pros and cons of having both. But the purpose of this video and this illustration next to you is to really look at the difference related to cash flow if you have uh, financing in place or if you just have bought a rental property in cash. So we're going to use a $100,000 um, price point, let's just say. The value of the property was a $1,200 a month rent. And that's high rent for a $100,000 property in some parts of the country. Um, but some it's not and some it's, it's manageable for a lot of areas that, that we're in. Uh, now keep in mind, this doesn't take uh, in, consider, in, uh, in consideration uh, vacancy expenses, capital improvements, turnover costs, and things like that. Um, so that would kind of dig in. Uh, that might not happen on a monthly basis, but kind of over a year or a longer period of time, that could reduce uh, your, your, your cash uh, that, that you're getting. So we have financing and then we have cash. Now let's just assume that with the financing you're getting an 80% loan, this is called 6%, and uh, 20, and then you put down obviously $20,000. So you're financing 80%. Now on the cash side, you buy the cash for $80,000. Um, now obviously there's closing costs, I get all that, but the purpose of this illustration is just give you a good bottom line overview. So if you're financing, you have a $573 payment. Now the good part is that's principal and interest, so every month your payment and uh, is, is putting money towards the principal, so you're buying down that loan over time. You have $100 in taxes, $50 in insurance, $50 in maintenance. And on the cash side, you have $100 in taxes, $50 in insurance, $50 in maintenance. So the taxes, insurance, the maintenance, that $200 combined equals the same if you're buying it in cash or financing. So if you're financing it, you're making $527 a month in rent, in uh, cash flow, sorry, every month. Not bad, right? So I don't know exactly what uh, your internal rate of return is on that, but let's just probably like around 25% uh, because you only put in 20 grand and you're getting $427 a month, which comes out to, you know, about 5,000 bucks a year. It's a lot. So it's close to about 25% cash cash return um, or um, IRR. Uh, on the other side, you're putting up $100,000 cash and only getting $1,000 a month, which is good too, $12,000 a year. So that comes out to a 12% um, rate of return on your money outlay. So there's two ways to look at it. If you want a higher rate of return, 12% for all cash, 25% for financing, or do you, uh, you know, or is that not some, something you care about? Now, different people want different things. Personally, I like having as many of my rentals as possible, free and clear. Yes, my cash flow um, or my rate of return is a lot lower. But the cash flow I like, and I don't really have any, you know, too much other stuff associated with it. It's got high, it's got high cash flow because I've got a lot of cash in it. But um, the other problem is I do have a lot of equity, and you tie up that equity unless you do stuff with it, like HELOCs and things like that. Um, but again, different strokes for different folks. The purpose of this is just a straight illustration of what works best. Um, it would probably be recommended that you have a blended amount of both. Some of them are financed, some of them you have cash, all cash in, and a little bit of both. Either one is a good scenario. Either one is a good scenario. And yes, these numbers do decrease slightly 
Um, either way, with capital improvements, with turnovers, with vacancies, I get all that. But this is a good illustration. So hopefully you find this helpful. If you have any questions related to rental properties, um, currently we have about 18 on our books, rental properties on our books. And a few of them are free and clear, and a bunch of them are financed still. And we're, our goal personally is to try to get our financing paid off with principal pay down. We try to keep our amortization schedules as low as possible so we can get them paid off as quick as possible. And then we have our 18 rental properties free and clear. And again, currently our model is not necessarily just to leverage them back up because a lot of them have a good bit of equity. We're trying to get them free and clear, keep the month, monthly cash flow, and have the ability to have that built-in equity if we wanted to, uh, maybe to sell them and upgrade asset classes, do a 1031, have liquidity, do a HELOC, who knows. But the short-term goal for us is to get these things paid off. That's what works great for us. I'm curious to know what works great for you, What's what, what your goals are with it. Comment below. Let me know what works best for you and what you're trying to accomplish with your rental portfolio. And if there's someone that owns rental properties that thinks this video would be beneficial, share it with them. We'd appreciate it.